John, you seem in a cheerier mood than usual. Do, do I? <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you think, Paul? Th th thanks? Just, uh, just it seems normal to me. Okay. It's, I know, like, last weekend or whatever, he was groggy because of a nap. But, like... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm awake. That <laughs> might be the difference. <laughs> And we're live. Hooray. We did it. Yay. How's your guys' week been? What's new? Yeah, it's been all right. GDQ. Yeah, GDQ. I've been watching it all week. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched any of it. Uh, I, I've i been so back and forth on it. There's been like some stretches where I'm like, all right, time to watch. Oh, I hate all of these games. Or like, I have no interest in these games. <laughs> and then there's stretches where I'm like, let's, just, let's go. Give me like I think 20 what I hours of this right in my veins. Is the last few years, uh, someone at GameSpot would always put, turn it on like the main TV in the in the office area, so it would that just makes kinda, sense. Like, always yeah. be there for like a week. And then this week, no one's kind of putting it on for me, so it just kind of flew right by. What are the are there any cool highlights? I or other people should go check out. Uh, I've been told the Devil May Cry Four run was amazing. Yeah, it's a weird week, uh, or I mean, it's a weird year for it because obviously it's done online because of COVID. Um, so everything has felt like much cozier, and I kind of like that. Uh, and there haven't been like weird delays in any of the runs. Like it's uh, been pretty. The first day, the first day was <laughs> real bad. They lost three hours after the first day, and it looks yeah, like they've they went gained, down. They've <laughs> actually gained most of it back. I'm actually impressed. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's been pretty snappy. But it's also had weird, like, runs of there's, like, a bunch of good stuff and then another game in the middle. And then, like, it continues on. Like, the blocks have been weirder this year. Uh, and I'm guessing that's just because of scheduling runners or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been kind of odd in some ways. But I really liked watching Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2X, the uh, Xbox re-release of that game back in the day. Um, just to, like see Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 done like pretty much flawlessly even though that game is super weird without music playing because <laughs> the music mm -hmm. was turned off for copyright reasons uh that'd be real terrible if they just muted the stream <laughs> the whole time just nothing yeah yeah do they normally turn off the music like if it was a regular <clears throat> GDQ year uh yeah or they keep it extremely quiet because I feel like I've always heard the music or at <laughs> least the like, I don't remember hearing it being kind of muted in any way. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Music. Okay. There was or a the, Hollow I, Knight I think, race. I, I remember one year, I think they modded in music. That they knew would be, would be okay, like Sonic. Yeah. Uh, Hollow Knight race was fucking phenomenal. That was awesome. Um, I really, really liked Pulse Man. Like, watching Pulse Man get run there. That was fun. Uh, the Castlevania block of Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge on the Game Boy, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, Ritual of the Night, um, was that's a was a good block, and it was started off with Demon's Crest 100%, which I like as well. Uh, just before we were recording this, I was watching the Ocarina of Time randomizer run, and that was great. Yeah, we got uh, someone in the chat recommending that one as well. Yeah, yeah, no, was I was watching good. it too. <laughs> it was it was a strong one. Yeah, it's been a very strong year. Uh, yeah, just some weird shit here and there, too. It's been kind of cool. Yeah, I'm 
trying to think of what I watched. The Yakuza Kiwami 2 run was pretty good if you knew that game. Rayman Legends was a fun watch. Oh, one step from Eden. Somebody did a neutral whatever character run in that and watching that game played at a high level blew my fucking brain. I was going to say that would be interesting because I remember, <laughs> you know, in, in our in our TDP plus episode of it, we were all just kind of like, this game is hard. It's so hard. I don't know if I'm getting better at this game. Um, yeah. So some high level. I, I'd be curious actually seeing a combo pulled off. That was that was fun to watch for sure. Um, Crossfire apparently is the one you want because it is extraordinarily powerful. Who knew? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Well, outside of GDQ, anything else going on for you guys? No. Not really. Wife had her checkup. She she's doing great. So she's pretty much cleared nice. to go back to everything she was already working on. She only really Good. has to. She still has to get her uh, energy back for like lifting mm-hmm. heavy objects. That's about it. So she's pretty much got a clean bill of health. Good. Well, down here, we're in the middle of a heat wave. Um, yeah. And then it got it was weird last weekend because we had a thunderstorm, which I think this is the second time I've ever seen lightning down here since moving here. Um, oh, so that's always a, a rare occurrence. Yeah, that's weird. And it ended how up much we and, here. Yeah. And it ended up making the following day like super humid because we also don't really have like any kind of humidity here. Um, so that was also uh, a weird experience. Uh, and now everything's on fire, literally, as per usual. Um, every summer, a bunch of California just lights on fire. So there's a bunch yeah, of ash tradition. coming down outside and everything smells like smoke. And if I open my windows, the the world just looks kind of orange. Yeah. Uh, so that's what. So a lot of fans on these days over here, um, and a lot of burning throats. Um, yeah. So that's Fun. cool. Yep. Bummer. Yep. Yep. That's a that's California for you. Um. But all right, let's uh let's move into the show. This is the top down perspective for April. Nope. August 20th. Oh, good. I'm not the only one who kept making that mistake. Good. I was doing <laughs> that the first time I made that the mistake. Time. I was doing okay. it all the time last month. It was ridiculous. Last month. So it wasn't even. No, I, you know, I was because I kept I was talking about like in the future. I'm like, all right, well, this April we've got wait, August. It's August. This August we're doing something. I see. Okay. Constantly <laughs> happening. It's August 20th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Um. Let's start with John. You got a, a short list. What have you been playing? All right. Uh, I got early access to two games, so I'll talk about them. Uh, let's talk about Avengers. Let's talk about Avengers first. Yeah. This this is All the right. Crystal Dynamics game uh, that's coming out soon. Square Enix is publishing it. Uh, you get to play as uh, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, uh, the Hulk... Black Widow. Miss Marvel. It's what? Miss Marvel. And Miss Marvel, yeah. So there's the six you can play as. And I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the best way to describe this game is they tried to make uh, a beat em up Destiny. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe this. I really don't. Uh. So. Uh, Sorry, the stream kind of skipped for me. You said it's like Destiny, right? Yeah, I, they okay. they kind of made a beat 'em up 
Destiny style. So like, it, I was going to ask, I can't, are, do you play many loot games? Me, I played the first Destiny, and I wasn't really a fan of it. So I already going in was not really being dealt the best hand. Okay. Yeah, this doesn't seem like your kind of game. Yeah, but I like I like Borderlands and stuff like that. So like some loot okay. games, I'm yeah, fine that's with. A, yeah, that's a loot game. Okay. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of game. There's a lot of points where it's like you have four different types of regular equipment, which can affect all these different stats specifically on your character. There's a bunch of uh, there's like another set of four equipment you can get for extra perks and stuff like that that are tied to your level. Um, you can find collectibles in the game, which will also add perks. So there's like a bunch of like hunting around and stuff like that. Let's say you 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 just played like the demo that's been out there. You don't have like the game itself, right? No, I was in the beta, just like everyone else. Yeah, uh, okay. I got I got early access to the beta, and uh, uh, you, I've heard nothing but it, bad things about this. Yeah, and I really can't give it love which sucks there's cool things about it like iron man was actually really fun to play as the flying felt really good uh his combat was fun uh but like i hated playing as the hulk hulk did not feel fun for some reason well, and, so the thing uh, i've been hearing kind of against iron man is all these stages have to be designed to be played by anyone including yeah. non-flying characters so yes. it's almost like you're flying down a hallway yes yeah. this is correct this is 100 percent correct which that there, that that alone just sounds like the game is at odds with itself because you can't I, showcase any cool, unique features because they the game never knows who you're going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing. I don't know if in single player you get to like do flyer only missions or they might do what they did. Like in, in the beginning of the story mode, they specifically had you play as like the main five characters because it was a flashback and uh, like it was basically also the tutorial. I was like, all right, here's how this character works, how this character works. So like they gave, they gave Tony like specifically like uh, a star Fox style stage where he had to like fly around, shoot and lock on targets and stuff like that. But even then it was still pretty mindless, like barely needing to aim. It's a, uh, it didn't really put the best uh, opinion forward, honestly. But then as soon as you land and start like fighting, like it felt fun because you could float around and stuff like that. And uh, when you eventually get access to the actual like mission structure where you can choose where you're going and you can also do co-op missions with friends, like then it got got a bit more interesting because like any hidden secrets, Jarvis would sort of be like, yo, there's something nearby. You should go check that out. Um, You could see like in certain stages, like, okay, here's how this character can get up there. Here's how this character can get up there. Like, but maybe this character can't actually reach up there by comparison. So there were some you could tell where they were trying to put in variety, but since it was also a beta, I had a lot of issues. I could never connect to another player to do co-op. It kept crashing. Ugh, gross. Uh, <laughs> I, one of my friends did the PC beta. I never bothered doing it cause I'd already done the PS4 one. And uh-huh. it, uh, apparently is a resource hog. It ran real bad on their computer. I've heard it's, it's very demanding. I've, I have heard this is very bad too. And, yeah, after playing Horizon Zero Dawn, I know what a resource hog looks like. I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> and, uh, like, it was weird because they kept giving me so much gear, but almost all of it, even in the beta, was useless. So, it like, like it wasn't, some of it weird. wasn't even incremental. It was, like, even with what I was currently using. So, you can destroy any extra gear you get, and it creates currency. Because every... Okay type of item has its own currency that's what if you saw that screenshot going around of like six different currencies on the bottom of the screen 
That's what that is. Each item uh, has a specific type of currency to use to upgrade that item up to X amount of times, depending on the rarity. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, getting a bunch of loot that sucks, that's just kind of part of a loot game. Yeah, but like... it would be insane but, to always get something better every single time. I know, time. but like we're talking like a beta. Like at that point, you got to try to like get people hooked on it. You should be like bending it a little bit more in their favor. And I get that. Like it's just a small taste of it. But like, I don't know. I felt like I was digging into the menus way more than I wanted. And that could just be my fault for playing a looter shooter or like a looter type game. Uh, so I'll just I'll just leave that as an aside saying that's more of like maybe how I feel about looting games. And uh, sure. the combat... Like I said, depending on the character, sometimes it was great, sometimes it wasn't. Uh, each character has three supers they can use. One uh, one for each shoulder button, L1, R1, and then one for both of them together. And uh, okay. I guess they're all on specific cooldown timers. I couldn't find exactly how or where the timers were. But uh, some seemed more helpful than others. <laughs> and you can, It looks like... Okay. What was up? I'm... You you can't see the cooldown timers. Yeah. Weird. Like okay, I'm a okay. I haven't like watched any gameplays. That just seems insane to me. Now again, like I said, beta. So I don't know if that's just something they're going to add in. Maybe it's some option I just didn't see. But like, <clears throat> you could see okay. the ring filling, but it didn't seem like it was on physical time. It felt. It seemed more like the more you got in combat, the more it filled. So they're not. Okay, I, I can say that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, every character has their own specific, like, hero ability meter, and that did different things depending on the character. Like, if you pulled on the, the Hulks, uh, he took no damage. Instead, it drained from his rage meter, so basically it was an extra bar for, for health. Uh, Ms. Marvel, she uh, embiggened herself, so she became, like, stretchier. And, uh, like, heart, she couldn't be hit at all, and she did more damage, but obviously it drained the meter. Uh, Captain America was barely playable in the demo, so I don't even remember what his did. I think it was like a, I think he threw the shield that it hit every target in visible range. But I think that might actually might have been one of the specials. <laughs> uh, Thor, again, barely playable. I don't even think they even showed what his is. It might have been like a thunderstorm. Um, the beta, yeah, the beta, beta was specifically Hulk. Ms. Marvel, and then after you finished all the story parts, you unlocked Captain, or sorry, Iron Man and uh, Black Widow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like anyone who's on the fence about it, if you can try the beta, but I think this game's supposed to be out beginning of September, right? I, yep. Unless there's like a big, big day one patch, I don't think this game's ready. Hmm. Or maybe, like, again, I might not be the target audience for this, but I did not walk away with a good opinion of the game. Yeah, it seems like most people haven't, for sure. I've seen a lot of people online saying that this actively made them cancel their pre-order. <laughs> so, yeah, not great. <laughs> no. Uh, other than that, uh, I started playing the new Battletoads. That came out today. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I'm a bit... I'm back and forth on this one. Uh, the writing yep. is way funnier than I thought it was going to be. I've actually had some genuine laughs uh, in the cutscenes. Yep. It's very but, good. The, yeah. yeah. But that game is also 
not any like any previous Battletoads game. If you're going in expecting any of the previous Battletoads games, including the arcade game, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. How yep. do I even describe? What if you're going in and uh, with and your only Battletoads experience is people phoning the EV <laughs> games you work at asking if you have it installed, then you're probably then will you enjoy this, this battle? Yeah, zone? probably. Okay, yeah, nice. Probably. Yeah, yeah you don't really need any previous history, despite the fact that technically keeps referencing. Well, I mean, I have previous history. I just laid it out for you. So, true. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know how to quite describe it. It's a it's a beat 'em up three player co op, local only. Um, or wait, are you yes, serious? Local yes, only. 100%. I was surprised too. What? I was surprised too. I could have sworn it was. Oh, no, nope. gotta look this yep. up. No, everyone I've talked to about this was surprised. I think they even made it. Someone said they even made a big deal in their trailer that it was actually local only. I mean, it doesn't matter if you get it on Steam. You get the you can use Parsec. So I'm playing it on Steam currently. Yeah. Well, I'm getting on. I'm getting on Game Pass. Oh, so. right. Well, then, yeah, <laughs> then have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're playing single player, you get to switch between the three Toads whenever you want, which is kind of nice. Uh, it balances pretty well. They all play shockingly different uh Mm -hmm. pimple is slow but powerful rash is like in between and zitz who's been my favorite so far is super fast and like quick combos but also is really good at keeping like the the screen clear and stuff like that like he's he's been the most fun of the three to play as and he's usually who i play as but um geez you're right it is local only he found out yeah it's local only sorry man but uh it's God. The best way I could describe it is if it's they basically did with Battletoads what Teen Titans did with Teen Titan Go. It feels like they made it more cartoony, more like goofy. But like I said, the writing itself so far anyway has been has been fun and and, and jovial. I, I've there, it's broken up into four acts, and I only finished the first act. Yeah, uh, same. Yeah. It's uh, a. Yeah. It, yeah, it references the old game a lot. It uh, has a bunch of different game types you have to play. Like, so far, <laughs> I've played standard beat-em-up, then I've done Turbo Tunnel, and I think there was another... Yeah. yeah, there's, like, a weird, like, hacking puzzle, and then there's switch puzzles and stuff like this. Like, it is it is genre-hopping a lot, which is pretty... What is Turbo Tunnel? Really? You never did play the original what, at all. I, huh? Yeah, I guess. I guess not. No. You've never it's, heard uh, of it, though? It's like going down a tunnel with obstacles that, in the way on a speeder that you have to, like, move side to side or jump. Yeah, it's a 2D times. side-scroller, basically. Like, that goes really okay. fast. It needs, like, quick yeah. reflexes. Yeah. The uh, the Turbo Tunnel so far in this okay. game, I'm sure there's another one later on, uh, was surprisingly kind in comparison. It, this game has much better checkpointing. And uh, yeah. much more fair difficulty so far compared to the original games. But uh, I have seen a lot of people also complaining online about how hard the game is, which has confused me. Uh, I The only issue I've had so far with the game is I've they eventually put a specific group of enemies together that is very annoying to deal with by yourself. I feel like you're talking about the enemies that shoot and electrify the water around them, Yes, right? yes. That yeah. was terrible. I hated that That's setup. easily that was tuned awful. for two or more people. That's not tuned yeah. for one person to no, do. No, it's not. 
it's really bad <laughs> it, if yeah. if the bubble gum stayed longer when you're by yep. yourself then that would be different too but like that those yep. rooms were real hard to do solo and get a good rank like yep and they want you to get good ranks i don't know what you unlock for getting all of the collectibles if you even unlock anything but all the stages that have beat em up se- sections uh they have a rating system in the game and you have to get an a ranker higher in all combats in a stage to actually get that collectible specifically and that yeah. is even for like a seasoned like beat em up and like stylish game player like me like it's hard it's tough yeah, yeah. it's tough the easiest sure. way I've found so far is to use Zitz because he does, it seems like it's based on hits and not damage, which is not smart. It's really bad. Yeah, it's a that, bad that, idea for sure. That makes the other characters useless. They say you get more points for switching between toads, but it doesn't feel like it. And I don't know if that's yeah. just not digging into it enough or what. There's a weird legginess between switching through the toads too, where I feel like I lose combo potential a lot yeah. doing it. But yeah, the toads do attack when they come in, and I think they also have iframes yeah. when you're swapping, so that that's the trade-off, but it is slow to switch between the three. It's not like yeah. Devil May Cry is like instant swapping or anything like that. That would have, I felt, uh, improved some things. This is very good, though. He's like, you can air juggle with him basically infinitely. Like, he's very good. Yeah. Like, very he, quick. He attack. definitely feels like the best one to play as. Yeah. I was actually sure. kind of disappointed with the uh, with Rash because like he doesn't feel nearly as good. Yeah, because at least Pimple like you can feel that he hits harder because things die yeah. quicker. Because he yeah. moves slow and he just every animation him looks like it hurts. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Except for that Rash one mummy animation, was- which is super slow. <laughs> that one's just terrible. Yeah. It's awful. Also. What the hell am I pushing every now and then they taunt and I'm stuck in the animation. I'm like, what did I push to make him taunt? What the right fuck? stick, right stick. Oh, I accident. I must. Yeah. A- must have any accidentally direction the right, right stick. stick is a taunt. <laughs> Fuckers. I hate it so much. So I'm accidentally like while I'm mashing something, probably smack it with my thumb. I That's am funny. sad. I am sad that movement is tied to the uh, stick and not the D pad. Because this feels like a game that could benefit from D-pad, but because it genre yeah. hops so much, that's probably exactly why they didn't do it. Yeah. Reviews it, right now, I think it's yeah. bouncing around 69 on Metacritic, somewhere around there. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird game. I'll say it that is. the the playing in between honestly just feels like a chore I need to do to get more of that like Saturday morning cartoon glory. That's everything else. Yeah. It and it definitely has peak. It has peak cartoon energy. Like I, I'm actually impressed yeah. at how how much I've laughed at some of these cutscenes. Yeah, it's surprising for sure. It's funny. It's a funny game. Yeah. Um. If you're, yeah, I'd say Sean's probably got the right way to do it though. Game Pass, check it out for free. And if yeah. you like it, then yeah, whatever. But like, I've been enjoying it so far more than I expected to. But I get, I get the vibe that later on that may change. Because I can definitely see like it getting annoying in certain spots, but some yeah. of the some of the genre hopping they've done, I've seen hinted at online, looked really really cool. I think they I, I saw some tease about a Donkey Kong Country style stage. Oh man, okay, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Otherwise, it's all been playing. All right, well, you might as well continue, Paul. 
Okay, uh, Risk of Rain 2 came out fully last week. I forgot to talk about it. Uh, they added a final boss, they added a final level, and a uh, bunch of new stuff. Game's still good. Not much, like I've been playing that game for a year in early access, and they just kind of put a capper on it now. That final boss is weird. It's like a melee boss, which is kind of odd, like with a hammer. Like, it feels like a different kind of game, but it's kind of neat. Um, And other, like... Console. What's that? 1.0. I'm waiting for specifically... For console. I want to play... I want to play through it on console, so that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and other small things that came out. Tony Ox Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake uh, Warehouse Demo came out last weekend. So I played a bunch of that. And if the rest of the game is that, that's going to be fucking fantastic. It's literally just a oh. modernization of that game. Oh, wow. Good things, yeah. Does it yeah. feel good? It feels oh, like the old game modernized like, it feels god per- it's perfect like it feels so good um some good fmv yeah some good fmv the fact that like there's still the upgrade system is back of like increasing your speed and all and blah like it feels like one of those old games again and it's great uh, yeah, it's so good to hear apparently jack black is in that game people are saying and i don't know how what? they know that already I'm guessing somebody mined some files. <laughs> That's weird. He might, he might have said it himself, to be fair. <laughs> so, who knows? Skater? I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> um, really a history of skateboarding and Jack Black? I haven't heard of that. No, I think he's friends with Tony Hawk, though. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, seemed like a pair. Um, on the test server for Rainbow Six Siege, they are showing, or they're testing their new update that's coming with, uh, Sam Fisher and a whole bunch of other cool things. Uh, Sam Fisher's ability is he has a gun that shoots a camera that can pierce through walls, uh, even if they're reinforced. So he's an attacker with Intel. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's his, like, big thing. Okay. Um, also, it's not, um... The main voice actor, right? No. I don't uh, think so, anyway. I, I don't believe Really? It. it sounded like Michael Ironside in the trailer. No, I don't think it is. I am not sure if it's a new guy or if it's the one from that one Splinter Cell where they changed the voice actor. I can't remember if I heard that they yeah. got him back or not. Couldn't tell you. Uh, some other big things. They redid the map chalet. Uh, the snowy chalet map uh is completely reworked okay uh this is the patch that will introduce some operators will have a hard breach uh so you don't necessarily need like a habana or a thermite to get through hard walls anymore as long as you have one of the um attackers that has that as their secondary thing you can do it uh some other really nice quality of life stuff like there's no longer Everybody on your team on defense has two uh, reinforcements. There's just a pool of reinforcements that everybody on your team can use up. So people that roam don't have to, like, do their two reinforcements and then go find a hiding spot or, like, a spot to go. They can just go while people that play the site can reinforce, like, ten times if they need to. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's a good good update. That's a good change. Yeah. And, like, in ranked and stuff, they have... uh, map banning now so you can ban maps that suck and whatnot in ranked and yeah a whole there, bunch of really good like quality a map of life people things. hate or something that everyone hates yeah there's maps that people hate so okay you can vote on that stuff now 
like makes sense. Give players more options. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn came out on PC and it runs kind of like shit. It's a pretty right. bad port. Uh, I've been playing about five hours of this. It is extremely uh, resource heavy. I am well above the requirements for recommended uh, for the recommended for that game. And it is consistently stuttering between 55 to 60 frames everywhere. Uh, it plays okay when it's stable for a while. I haven't had the crashes that other people have had, so that's good. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a unoptimized buggy mess, unfortunately. Which is too bad, because that game is still good and still right. really, really fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, I hope they're able to patch more of it out. They did put out a patch, like, today to fix more problems that people were having, so... I will go back to it after a couple weeks of them fixing stuff, and then we'll see how it goes from there. But for now, I don't think I'm going to touch it again until it's uh, a little more optimized. Uh, I've been playing a game called Soviet Jump Game. This is basically uh, Mario Battle Royale. Uh, what? Yeah. What does that this mean? Was, uh, yeah, no, it's, ex- mm-hmm. it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a 2D platformer Battle Royale. Yeah. So 50 people go into a level that is large and sprawling with different like backgrounds and biomes to them every few meters or whatever. And there are abilities that you can pick up to jump on other people or shoot fireballs at them. But in this, everything has like the like Russian knockoff theme. That's why it's called Soviet jump game, because you play Soviet like jump man, essentially, instead of Mario Bros. And so because it's instead a of like a fire flower, you shoot electricity balls yeah. and shit like that. It's because, a 2 platform like an NES game. So because of side scrolling, yeah. is it like a like a cylinder? Like can you wrap around? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's wrapping. Yep. Interesting. And then um there's uh there's the iron curtain that comes up at some point. I was gonna and ask starts how kind of pushing work? out. Yeah. It starts pushing everybody together into like one screen essentially. Okay. Until only one remains. Uh, yeah, it's like a shitty old Mario because the jumping is bad. Unlike old, even old Mario games, jumping is bad. This is worse, but you get used to it after a while. It's fun. It's free also, I should say. This sure. is not something that Oh, is it free? Money. I thought you had to pay for it. Well, there you go. It is free. <laughs> so, yeah. And you can invite up to 12 people in the same lobby. So it's been fun to play with friends. How it's many people good. are in a game again? 50 total. 50, okay. Yeah, so the games are pretty quick. Um, oh my god. So, last week, I got a code for early preview of uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I wasn't able to install it until the day it released, because that game is impossible to install. Yeah, so, so I've, it I, is I have a thing access to you it di- through Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I have yet yeah. to be able to install it. I have tried okay. like a dozen times. So what's yeah. up with this exactly? Is it just the server's not just allowing it or what? From like yeah, the research so- I've been doing, or at least the issue that's happening with me is, first off, the in- the download is 120 gigs. That's how big the game is. Yeah, it's and 127. So, so what happens is um, it'll be d- it downloads them in pieces, but then I guess yeah. at, at certain times, and mine it's like specifically at this like, I have about 60 gigs left that I cannot get past no matter how many times I try it. It'll download this one pack. And then while it's like decompressing them, it crashes. 
So when I try to and but the the game's uh it's it's uh designed well enough that you, if you stop the install and then re- and then like restart the game, it'll just continue from where it does. So what happens though is because it crashed, I restart it from that point and then it just gets confused and it just sits there doing nothing. So what I have to do is go into like the system files, delete the last thing it was trying to uncompress. As soon as I do that, it restarts again. But it's that last little th- thing in that same spot that anytime it's trying to get past that, it just can't. I've done it like a dozen times. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it's really annoying. I don't know how it's that really happens. Annoying. It's not even like an, it's not even I can say like this game is buggy. It's just not installing. I don't. Even, I've never experienced this before. Um, I'm liter- so, I'm right now. I'm like I found out I'm not on the right Windows version. So I've been spending all day downloading oh. and installing Windows 10 2004 or whatever it is. So that's going on in the background. I'm hoping that helps, but like, I don't know. I'm I'm in uncharted waters here. Yeah. Yeah, it took a while to get it going because, yeah, when you install it, it installs like 30 gigs or something like that. And then it's like, okay, you installed the game, but now you got to install like the Windows Flight Simulator packages or whatever. Yeah. And, and that's like a total of like 90 something. Yeah. Um, it starts at around 90. Yeah. Um, and like I said, yeah. I, I was getting stuck at 77 gigs left for a long time, but then I got past that one and now I'm stuck at yeah. 60 gigs left. And I'm just, and that one I haven't figured out how to continue on. So weird. So weird. It's, it's brutal. Uh, I did get it working. And I played a bit of it. And that is a new flight simulator. It is definitely That's intense. Exactly what it advertises it, on the box. Yeah, it's definitely like you're in a cockpit looking at all these things and you're just like, holy shit, there's a lot of buttons and levers to look at here. All right, let's do this, I guess. Uh, there are some like nice quality of life things. Like there's uh, the pre-flight flight uh, takeoff and like flight checklists and stuff like that as kind of a reminder when you already kind of know what you're doing to like be like okay i gotta do this and then this and then this to like make sure everything's going smoothly there is a like intro tutorial mode on like how to fly just a basic Cessna plane uh that they kind of walk you through everything and there is like a ranking up system where the first level is 50 hours of flight time (laughs) So level zero zero (laughs) level zero to level one is 50 hours of time hey man they know their audience um yeah you know what i'll give them respect for that you're right yeah yeah kind of along the same lines did you hear about the physical release of this game the like 12 discs yeah there's a in the uk they're putting out a physical thing that is like 20 double-sided dvds because you because no one has a blu-ray reader on their on their computer right Who's going to have a Blu-ray drive? So it's double-sided DVDs, and there's like 20 of them because it's so big. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. I, it's really funny. That's so funny that that exists. Yeah. Um. So I, I know nothing. I am in the intro stages of learning how to basically not crash and like to fly or whatever. There's a lot of stuff, obviously, to look at and to take into account and a lot of like numbers to make sure are kind of stable before you can not worry about it too much there is like an ai companion that if you want you can just set him to do everything uh for planes that require a co-pilot or have a co-pilot there is the ability to do multiplayer with somebody where you can have somebody as your co-pilot and fly with them sure 
uh yeah there's a lot of really really cool things um this has been funner for me to watch people that are pilots on twitch like fly digital planes okay that's been better for me I think the main question is where where are you gonna fly first once you can like fly anywhere on the planet? I already, I already tried a, a trip from Calgary to Edmonton, just like a twenty <clears> minute <throat> flight, right? That's quick, and I know the airports <clears throat> and whatever. So imagine, and, uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's a great sight. It is, it is scarily real how that flight looks. Have you found your house yet? <laughs> Did you fly to your house? I mean. I I live like kind of on the like climb, so no, because I was looking at all these meat like all these fucking things to make sure I'm not crashing as I'm climbing up in the air. So like my plan is is fly to my house, fly to yeah. my my parents' place, yeah, fly to my buddy's house and crash my plane into it and send him a screenshot. So <laughs> this game it. When you crash, it just goes to a black screen because they don't glorify people just smashing into shit. This is so very much like that's real quick. Smart. Re- that's really re- smart, honestly. Yeah. I'll just record myself yeah. and, and take a screen grab out of that just before yeah. I, I hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in the like grand scheme of things, people have been visiting different places and whatnot around the world and posting screenshots of it. It's really a really, really nice looking game. Uh, it is a little stuttery here and there, but not too, too bad. I'm guessing that's just because of all the shit it's loading, like, at all times. But it's, uh, I definitely can see this being my, like, midnight relax game and, like, listen to a podcast or whatever and just kind of, like, have something to do for a while. It seems like it would be neat for that. But right now, it's just this giant daunting task of learning how to fly. <laughs> you know, just casually learning how to fly a plane. Um Again, it's been more like it's been kind of cool watching people that know what they're doing play it, though. It's one of those games where you can respect like you can really respect somebody who knows what they're doing and they just like make it look easy. And then you try it and you like are upside down in a matter of seconds (laughs) while you're trying to climb or whatever. I didn't play the other flight simulators. Did they ever like put in like fun little secrets? Or like, I don't know. Or like, you know, depends. I think fantasy stuff like hey if you fly over to this island in the pacific there's a unicorn you can see you know what i mean i know they were they tended to lean towards realism but i think they had yeah. some of them had at least something like that yeah it would be interesting to see like if you get shot down going over area 51 or something like it would mm-hmm. be kind of interesting if something happened yeah in weird spots um other things that came out on that same day, Rogue Legacy 2 came out in early access, so I played a bunch of that. Nice. Um, it is definitely a new Rogue Legacy. If you have played the first one, you know what to expect. Of like, You have the choice of three errors at the very beginning screen. You choose one that doesn't screw you over too bad, maybe. Then you have like a screen where you have a castle that you're upgrading, um, that's definitely where the early access part is showing, where I got to the point where I'm not, like, unlocking new stuff. It's like, this will be added in a new update or whatever, so I'm probably gonna put it down for a little bit now. Um, other yeah, that's than that, why I haven't jumped like, in, as I, I want to play it, but I kind of just want it to be done before I yeah. get into it. 
Yeah, that's fair. I, that, that's I recommend the kind of game that. I feel that benefits. Yep, I recommend it. I recommend just waiting. Um, but yeah, there's some like it's hard to just talk about without saying it's Rogue Legacy One again because that's what it is. It's just updated graphics, some new music, uh, some new enemy types here and there. But for the most part, you'll you still have the giant knight with the giant sword that just kind of does like a slashing movie of the skeletons that throw bones at weird angles that are kind of hard to dodge sometimes there's classes Not now though f- you you have different classes you can't you can be isn't there i mean there, there were always, always classes, classes. Yep. was there classes in the other one i don't remember that at all yeah yeah so the ones i have unlocked in two so far you start off as a knight i have a barbarian an archer or ranger or whatever you want to call it and um enchantress and a ma- no not enchantress a mage character like unlocked right now just your basics uh and it's pretty much the same sometimes you have traits that are just like really really bad like the nearsighted one is fucking terrible for seeing stuff that is coming towards you yeah um there's one that what the hell was it there's the one hp one where you just have one health like at all times. Uh, I guess like the trade-off now is that the ones that are bad, they give you a plus percent to how much gold you can find. So like the one HP one, it was like plus 150% gold gain or whatever. So there is a little bit more of a balance of like why you might want to take. That's what the miners were. The miners were had like super low health, but they gave you like a ridiculous amount of bonus on your treasure. Yeah, pretty much. So that's just across all classes now. Where if you have a bad trait, uh, you'll get a bonus to gold, generally. Uh, so that's good, I guess. Yeah, not a whole lot more to talk about there. Uh, I can't wait for more of it to be out because it is quite early so far. But it feels like it feels like they finished the game part and now they're adding in like the upgrades and stuff like that. Uh, which is probably the right way to do this early access thing. But I'm probably just going to check in on it every now and then. It says 60 days until the next patch. So they are doing the Hades way of just, like, updating you on when their patches are. So at least there's that. Nice. Uh, Release the same day. Mortal Shell came out. That roguelike game. And I've been playing a bunch of it, and I'm almost done it. Because that game is super short, which I kind of appreciate. Because it doesn't do any weird meandery bullshit like the souls games sometimes get into it's just a whole bunch of uh little things that you can do right away it it doesn't feel like you're just like traversing for hours before you can get somewhere it feels like i've been consistently checking out new things and getting new abilities and stuff like that and it's been really well paced and at half the price of a normal souls game at like 30 bucks us i think that's totally fine and i think that game is very very good I really, really like it. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about, but if you like Souls-ish games, then you'll probably like this because it's basically Dark Souls. Since the Dark Souls series went more Sekiro-like, went like faster gameplay with parries and stuff, Mortal Shell is definitely more like an old Souls game, which is a little slower, a little clunkier, but with a focus on good combat and dodging and stuff. It's cool. That's all I've been playing. All right, I got a few things. Uh, I finally tried out Hyperscape. Yeah. Um, bad Apex. I uh, I don't. I, it's hard for me to say if it's bad. Um, I definitely don't like it as much as Apex, but I'm also biased because I like Apex a whole lot. Um, it's bad. It's because the time to kill is bad. That's the only part of it that feels bad. 
The time to kill is different. It's a lot longer. I think I I, yeah. I had read online though that they're planning on shortening it. Um, that would fix a lot of my problems with that game for uh, sure. The the fights definitely are a lot different because you can jump so much. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you you know a lot of people are just kind of jumping around, which I'm not a huge fan of, and I was worried about this. Um, uh-huh. My main issue, I think the game looks really nice. Uh, it looks uh, like. It just looks like Crackdown, okay. like all the, the city it, it looks like does. Crackdown. Um, but I also yeah. think the map uh, is just like unreadable. Like when you're you're, you're flying above the map and everything just uh-huh. looks like Mm-mm. a mega city with buildings everywhere. And they're not like super unique buildings. And, you know, again, part of this could just be like, you know, it's a battle royale game. You got to play like 50 matches before you even get your toes wet kind of thing. Uh, it could definitely uh-huh. be like that, you know. Like, like I'm I kind of like the big sprawling city feel, but just, it is weird. I just feel like it. It's it is so hard to to tell, like kind of where you're headed versus like the differences between the areas. Like that, when when you're flying down or flying over above them, they have each yeah. area like labeled. And, you know, comparing yep. it to Apex, they don't label any of them unless you pull up the map because you can distinctly tell. Oh, there's the dome. There's Lava City. There's, you know, bridges or whatever. Like, they have a dif- a distinct look to them. But when I'm, uh-huh. like, down on that map, it's like, I don't know, I'm on a city block that looks like the the exact city block to the left of me. Um, so I, I feel like it'd be hard to learn that map well. Like, oh, I know if I just drop down here, there's a pathway underneath because I know this area like mm-hmm. the back of my hand. Like, I, I could not imagine people getting that good. Um, no, they definitely want you to go on the rooftops, though. It it's is more. It is a lot like yeah, climb, jump around the yeah. rooftops and whatnot for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, all the characters—they're uh, not unique. It's you know you got to pick up your special abilities and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Uh, which is kind of a bummer because it just kind of means like oh I don't care who I'm playing as because they're all the same. And then I'll I'll yeah. pick up yada yada. Um, it may be kind of uh, question and and think about the battle pass system a bit more. Um, this one obviously launched and you know when I say launch I'm talking about uh, on consoles because that's where I'm, I'm playing it it launched with a battle pass and tons of games launch with a battle pass um, which is which is weird because like all the time it's like oh man I'm I'm getting a lot of experience I'm leveling up a lot in the, in in your first few levels and I'm and if I don't have the battle pass I'm missing out on a bunch of stuff so you're kind of incentivized by the battle pass right away but I also don't know this game at all do I want to buy the battle pass um, right so it's this weird push and pull of like well should i play for a bit and then be like yeah i actually do really like this game too bad i'm i can't take advantage of all that experience i just earned and put it towards the battle pass um and again it makes me think of apex which launched without a battle pass for about a season's length then it had its first battle pass so like i was already like oh i am into this game i yes i and i i want to buy their battle pass and I'm on the ground floor with everyone else doing the battle passes. So I almost kind of wish games would have like this season zero, like Apex have. But I also totally understand you're going to have the most players at the beginning. You want the people to be like, well, I don't want to miss out. I'm just going to buy the battle pass. So that's just right. a personal thing that I kind of ran into. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'll play too much more of it. Um, I just feel like the there's an investment needed before you'll kind of get any any either not even just good at it but like comfortable with it and i'm just not sure i want to put that in for like another battle royale 
Yeah, sure. specifically because like Apex Season Six just dropped this week, so I'm back playing that quite a bit. Uh, not that I had slowed down uh, too much, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they got a new character. They got Rampart, and she's fun because she has like a huge turret, and she can put up these. Uh, like defensive walls that if your team shoots through them, it powers up your shots, um, which is really fun. Cause like if you put down her wall and then put down her turret, you can just do a ton of damage. Or if you put down a wall and then you have like your sniper, you're like guaranteed to knock someone down if you can hit them because of all the powering up it does. So yeah, apex season six is pretty enjoyable. I'm, I'm back doing that. Cool. Um, in other news, I tried out a new Apple Arcade game that launched this week from Night School Studios. Uh, they they made Oxenfree and um, After Party, so they have a new um, narrative focused, uh, you know, uh, text adventure like game. It's it's another one of those games called Next Stop Nowhere, and you play a uh, like a, a courier, uh, like a delivery courier in space. And you come across this just like weird uh, scenario going on with this this woman and her son are being like hunted by the cops, the space cops. And it's silly and, and lighthearted and, and it looks really great. You know, those games always look good. Good writing. Um, I encountered some weird bug about 45 minutes in where anytime I hit continue or load my save file, the screen is just black forever. Uh, so I'm not playing that game anymore. Oh, that okay. sounds awful. Yeah, that yep. sounds really bad. I even reached out on Twitter like, has anyone mentioned this? Is there a workaround? And they were like, no. Can you email us some more info? Um, which I you know, I haven't done yet. But So part of me is like, maybe I'll just wait till this comes to Game Pass since all those games come to Game Pass at some point. And I'm, I'm sure it's lined up for Game Pass eight months from now because it seems like most Apple Arcade games that get kind of any notoriety show up on different platforms sooner or later. Cause I just kind of don't want to replay what I did. Um, I don't know yet, but anyways, if you are an Apple arcade subscriber, uh, I would recommend next up nowhere. I enjoyed the hour or so I played and I like night school studios quite a bit. So, uh, mm-hmm. and then the last game I played this week, uh, is that I went through the control DLC, the foundation. I finished that. Okay. Um, it's fine. Definitely not my favorite control stuff specifically cause, um, since you're not technically in like the oldest house, you're not in the building. There aren't just like weird little invoices from all the like disgruntled employees talking about weird shit going on. Um, there are collectibles, but it's kind of like telling this one narrative of the, the area you're in. And it's not like, Hey, has anyone seen the bathroom? You know, I have, right. I, it shifted and I can't find the bathroom. Like you don't get any of that kind of stuff, which that was definitely some of my absolute favorite stuff in control. Um, so in a way, this almost feels like it's more combat focused since a lot of the like kind of like environmental silliness isn't there anymore. You're just in like a cave system and believe me, it's like a weird space cave, um, like you'd expect from control. Uh, but without kind of that extra stuff, it is, it is more just kind of combat focused. The new abilities are okay. You know, they're not the best, um, but you know, it was fine. I enjoyed my time with it. Um, I'm eagerly awaiting the new stuff, which I think is next week. So I'm ready to go uh, with that Alan Wake section. Alan Wake experience. Um, okay, that's all I've been playing. Let's do some news. Okay. 
Uh, let's start with this Nintendo Indie Showcase that I thought was really great. Okay. Did anyone here watch it? Yeah. No. It was okay. There was nothing new in it. So. Well, I mean, well, that's not true. If if you don't have Apple Arcade, there's a lot of really good games coming your way. Uh, I mean, the only one, one that I cared about at all was that short hike, I guess. But that's like, not even an Apple not Arcade really. game. But, um, that's not? Oh, okay. No, it's not. Uh, that was an itch game. Um, right. Anyways, but yes, uh, a short hike is coming to Switch. That game is deli- or is out on Switch already. It is out now on Switch. Yeah, already. I think so. Um, yeah, that game's great. I recommend it. It's like it's 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 like ninety minutes, two hours long. Very enjoyable, lovely art style. That's coming out. Spirit Fair came out that day, which that was a big yeah. surprise for me. I've been waiting for that. Um, it's on Game Pass as well, but now that that's on Switch too, so you can uh, try that out. Uh, there was a cool game they announced called. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Raji, an ancient. That was announced epic? Few, in uh, during the E3 stuff. That was announced. Really? Well, that's the, you, but I didn't. Okay. Where was this announced? Because Nintendo didn't have an E3 thing. It's not a Nintendo game. It's only exclusive for a short time on Nintendo. It was announced at the PC Game Show, I think, or okay. one of the other, maybe an indie showcase. Actually, I don't remember. That'll something make the like most that. sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense. It I looks didn't great. The PC one, so. That looks cool. I haven't tried that. Um, Manifold yeah. Garden. That is an Apple Arcade game. Um, I think it's also right. on like Epic and stuff. Um, anyways, that's on Switch. Right. Um, uh, uh, Takeshi and Hiroshi. That's another Apple Arcade game that is. Uh, yeah, that, that's the one in, I'm looking forward to trying out myself. That, that's a weird and unique game. You play <laughs> a brother who is coding a game for his younger brother, and he makes one stage each night so that his brother can play a new game or a new stage the next day. It's yeah. it's weird. It's kind of just a cool premise. <laughs> Didn't you not like that game in the end? In the end, uh, I remember something fe- did not sit right with me, but I could not remember what it was. Well, maybe I'll fi- find out for myself yeah. what's bad about it. Um, yeah, right, yeah. I'm just kind of going through this article. Evergate, I don't even <laughs> really remember seeing this game. It looked like a a flash game where you bounce a ball or something around like a ball of light on stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, that's also one of the games that is uh, uh out now. Uh, coming later on, yeah. Hypnospace Outlaws coming to the Switch. Uh, which right. I, I'm looking forward to. I think that's also coming to uh Game Pass relatively soon. So I'm definitely gonna play that game finally because I've it's been on my list to check out. Yeah. Um, Torchlight Three coming to Switch. Sure, sure, makes sense. Um, uh, this this article's not in order, but uh, the stream did start with a uh, Hades coming to Switch with right, yeah, cross saves, um, which means yeah, that's now big. I I will probably buy that because if it didn't, I don't need another copy of that game. But if I got cross saves, mm-hmm. like that's another story. Holy smokes, that's exciting. That's big. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Good for them for sure. Um, yep. And then they have a bunch of games coming in 2021, uh, such as Garden Story, which I thought this looked delightful. This was also shown at the Indie Showcase at E3. Okay. Uh, well, it looks yeah. delightful. It, I'm looking forward cute. to playing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Subnautica, uh, with its DLC, is coming to, uh, to the Switch. Baron Breakfast, right. which also looks great. Um, it, it looks like a... Um, What's the farm? 
game that everyone loves. Stardew Valley? Stardew. It looks like Stardew Valley, but with bears. Yeah, pretty much. So. That's a pretty glowing review, honestly. Sure. <laughs> um, one that I'm real excited about, Card Shark, uh, a new game um, from the Reigns developers. Uh, and I didn't love the look of this. I think it looks bad. I think... We'll see. Well, I, I mean, we don't even know how the gameplay... It's a card game. You don't even know the gameplay of it. Or are you just saying, uh, artistically, you do not like this art style? Artistically and just, like, I don't know what they showed of it looks bad. Um... I, I actually think the art style looks fine. Uh, but either way, like, I love Reigns. A new card game from the Reigns devs, I'm I'm already interested. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I think that was the big stuff. Uh, Untitled Goose Game is getting co-op. Free update. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I think that was, I think that was I think it for it. the most part. And then there was like a montage of a bunch of other smaller stuff. But I, yeah. again, I thought that was a pretty good indie showcase. I think it's worth watching. If you haven't watched it. Cool. All right. What we got here next? Oculus. Oh, I did see this tweet. Uh, Oculus is going to require you to have a Facebook account to start using its headsets. Yep. Yep. And Um, if you already have an Oculus account, you have to merge it with a Facebook account within two years because they're discontinuing Oculus accounts completely. Uh, so I'll just read the full tweet that they put out there. Today we're announcing some important updates to how people log into Oculus devices while still keeping their VR profile. Starting in October 2020, everyone using an Oculus device for the first time will need to log into a Facebook account. That sucks. Yep. Yep. That's cr- I'm shocked that they're making they're forcing people to do this. Yep. <clears throat> Got to get that cross compatibility. Got to get all that info information in one's place. Yeah, Facebook. Hell yeah, make that terrible yeah. marketing decision. Jeez. Yep. All right, I actually don't know what this next story is. This was in our Discord. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo's officially bringing their stuff with the Switch back to Brazil. Apparently, after five years of kind of not sending anything over there because of like it just being too expensive and a market not really being there or whatever. Uh, Brazil is kind of known for having third party markets uh, to a third party gaming market to kind of like make some cheaper knockoff stuff for people to afford. Cause it's not exactly the most rich place and Nintendo's kind of wanted nothing to do with them. Apparently they're bringing the switch back there officially. So people can, Spend all the money they don't have already from the pandemic on Nintendo products now if they wish to. Finally. Yeah. We did it. Um. Oh, okay, yeah. This Call of Duty stuff here. So Black Ops Cold War was confirmed as the next Call of Duty. Um, I believe they did this by some bunker stuff in Warzone or whatever. There was like a bunch of hidden easter eggs or whatever and then they fully released a like thing saying that more information's coming next week basically yeah call of duty black ops cold war is the official name which i think we knew already i think so too that sounds familiar yeah i think it might have been a rumor before though so now at least it's like confirmed that is a long title yeah that is such a long title um and just real quick to touch on the Brazil stuff, uh, if you're interested in some information on kind of the, the game scene in Brazil, um, Drew Scanlon over at, on the YouTube channel Cloth Map 
did a, a some a whole series of short documentaries about that when he went and traveled around there yeah. a year or two ago, uh, which I would you recommend watch watching that. those videos for sure. Yeah, they're very good. Uh, there is one episode specifically about like the gray market uh, gaming stuff. Yeah, it's really really cool. Yeah, I think there's like at least three videos specifically on Brazil. So yeah, Brazil. and that's cloth map is the Twitter yeah. account, uh, the YouTube account. Um, all right, uh, a listing popped up about a possible Prince of Persia remake. Here okay. we go again. Which, um, yeah. hell yeah. So, um, but are we for now? So here's the question though. Which Prince of Persia yeah, is that the is, remake That is definitely based. the question. Uh, all we know is the game is listed for Nintendo Switch and PS4 with an estimate release date of November 2020, uh, which seems kind of soon for a surprise game. <laughs> but I guess they could just pull a Nintendo and be like, it's out right now. Um, well, Ubisoft is having another like forward at some point. Remember? Right. Yes. I think so they said they in might September. Yeah, that sounds I think, right. I think they said so. Um, like halfway in September or something. Yeah, it it's hard to tell uh, that we don't know if it's going to be like I think I think the obvious or like the best one would be do a Sands of Time trilogy remaster where you get the yeah. three games. That would be awesome. Um, you know, I've said it before, arguably or in my opinion, one of the like best trilogies from that generation of games. Um, I think the only other thing that goes is kind of near it is, is maybe Devil May Cry if you're if you're asking me um mm. but either way uh, i think that's a great one a lot of people are th- thinking maybe 2008 i don't remember anyone really liking that game i like that game but i remember that thing dropping to like five dollars very quickly and like there's a reason they didn't do pr- more prince of persia they actually well actually uh, not, that's not true they did the the movie tie-in one the forgotten sands and that one's okay but it was also not prince of persia 2008 like so i i don't know who knows? Um, I'd be fine with either. I would. I'm more than happy to have a good excuse to go back and um, play some of those games again. The Two Thrones is fantastic. That game is so fun. So I am here for it. I would love this to be real. Sure. <clears throat> Speaking of games coming out, Death Loop is not. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, this is good. Anyway. <laughs> specifically coming out um it has been pushed back to q2 2021 i actually didn't even know this was coming out this year (laughs) i thought this was a ways off anyway so i'm i'm neither here nor there about it but death loop uh which was announced during the um sony hardware when they showed off the ps5 whatever that stream was called they showed death loop um delayed oh my god (coughs) Sorry, excuse me. Delayed to Q2 2021. Mm. Let me grab some water before I keep coughing everywhere. Yeah, it gives me an opportunity to see what the hell is going on with this other story. Apparently, blind spotting producer Snoot Entertainment is developing a Firewatch movie. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm trying to load up this Hollywood Reporter article, but it's not wanting to load. I wanted some more information on what's going on here, but apparently Firewatch is getting a movie. Um, sure? Sure. I mean, it's a narrative-focused game. It'd probably transition pretty easily. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like one of the, like, 
you know, if you had tent poles of describing what is a what is Firewatch, that art style is one of those tent poles. And I just don't see that sure. being in a movie unless this is like an animated movie and it probably wouldn't be. So is it just a story about a dude out in the woods? <laughs> is that the movie? It looks yeah, like it might like, be. There's there's nothing in the article describing anything other than that. Yeah, I did see that they're literally just a dude maybe going crazy or not. You're not really sure. And then a weird ending like that's all that game is. I like that game. <laughs> I will say there's a great there's a great turtle in that game. There is a, a turtle in that game. Yeah, a real good. Apparently turtle. this is the second studio to work on the movie. Firewatch was previously being developed by Good Universe, but when the company sold to Lionsgate, rights reverted back to Campo Santo. It is also oh, weird, weird that I'm seeing this article saying partnering with indie video game developer Campo Santo because they got bought by Valve and yeah. then the game they were currently on got like shelved forever. So I didn't even think Campo Santo was like a thing in name anymore. Yeah, but I don't know how companies buying companies works, really. So. I don't know, man. I mean, but, yeah, it's an easy premise. Dude takes the Firewatch in Wyoming Park, starts going maybe a little crazy from the loneliness. Yeah. Like, that's pretty okay, easy. So then I ask and you, who do you cast as the dude? Who do you cast as the girl on the radio? And now, th- you got to think about it this way. The oh. girl on the radio, it has to be kind of an interesting voice and that you're yeah. like, like, cause do you show the girl at the end and is it like, whoa, that was her the whole time? Or do you not show the girl like in the, in, in the game? I don't think you show the girl. Okay. Maybe. So who do you, who do you cast? Honestly, I mean, you probably cast whoever is hot right now for the guy, right? That you can afford. But like, I feel like I the Firewatch guy was specifically like not a hot dude. He seemed like middle-aged down on his luck like wasn't he like just looking for like he seemed like he had a beer belly sure i was gonna say i was gonna say paul rudd until you said beer belly i could see a paul Paul rudd Rudd. i I, I could that's probably the hottest i could i could see like that's the that's the cap because he's not like super hot super hot but he's not like (laughs) terrible (laughs) right um sure what about like a zach galifianakis no. It's, no. No. Is it too silly? Yeah, I think yeah. it's too far in the other direction. <laughs> okay. Okay. Give me who's in the middle of that? Who's on who's in the middle of what's what's in between a a, a Paul Rudd and a Zach Galifianakis? How creepy do we want to go? Like do we want a Willem Dafoe in there? No. No. I mean, I feel like you should just watch The Lighthouse if you want to see <laughs> William Defoe hanging out in like a weird spot by just himself. Just being isolated. Or, or Spider-Man <laughs> 1. Or Spider-Man 1. <laughs> Spider-Man. The, light, the Lighthouse is extremely weird. People are saying Adam Sandler. I think it's a bad idea. No, I, I think, think that I think that's their answer to who's in between Paul Rudd and Zach oh. Galifianakis. <laughs> I feel like that's just mean to both Paul Rudd and Zach Galifianakis somehow. I mean, Sandler almost got an Oscar, didn't he? So I could see it. Had, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's really funny though to think. See, about. like Nick Cage. That's no nah, right. No, that's yeah. No. Will Forte you need is somebody not a bad that answer too. Who's that? Will Forte. It's not a bad answer. You definitely can't do a Nick Cage. You can't do like a bigger than life actor. No, it has to be someone smaller. Will, Will Forte. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. How about like an Oscar Isaac? 
Hmm. Who do you do for the female voice? <clears throat> See, like, I immediately think of her with um, Scarlett Johansson, but, like, it's already okay. been done, right? So, like, nah, you need, like, a. I feel like you need... What about... Okay, I gotta remember what her name is. Hang on. Um... I don't know who you're. I, okay, I had it right. What about Rashida now? Jones? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. I think that's a pretty good one. Like, yeah, that's not too bad. That's like, actually pretty good. Yeah, like yeah. she, you know, kind of a kind of a softish voice, but there's also like some snark in almost every line she would say. I think that because I think I just did it. I think yeah. I think you. I think we made a movie. Congratulations. Okay. Now to go sell, buy the rights because apparently they're up for grabs. Whoever, I don't know, but uh, that's just yeah. I feel like if we're if there's a like a um, a like a, a, a video game news bingo card for the week, Free Space's new video game movie announced. Yeah, every week mm-hmm. at, at this point. <clears throat> yep. All right, let's do some questions. If you would like to send in a question, it is topdownrespective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. I'll read this first one from Kevin. All right. The setup here is you have to pick an upcoming story, heavy game movie or TV show that you're excited about. So let's do that first. Okay. Um, Hmm. I'm trying to think of even story heavy games. Tenet. Okay. Oh, oh that's, okay. A, that's a good one. Good. Okay. Well, you, good you, one. you get Tenet. Let's not all pick the same one. So you get Tenet. No, 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 no. I'll pick, what's that one from Don't Nod coming out next week? Okay. Yeah. Tell me why. I'm going to pick Tell Me Why. Tell Me Why. Oh, what the hell else is even coming out that's narrative I don't know, but why don't, you, why don't you pick a TV show so we have one of each? Okay, what's a TV show coming up that's story heavy? Okay, um, America's Funniest Home Videos. The Boys, like how much, season two. Sure. Did how much does it have to be upcoming? Like, is that like know. really part? I don't know what this question is. I don't know. Just pick one. I don't. We'll fight. We'll figure it's, it out. Later. I think it literally just means it's not out. It just means it's I, not I out. Think that's, yeah, it sure it has to be not out. Yeah. yeah. Sure. We'll go The Boys season two. Did Fine. you see season one? Yeah, I did. That's a good show. I'm looking forward to season two. I like it. Yeah. Especially the way they ended season one. Yeah. All right. Main part of the question. A mischievous genie. Okay. Come on. It's always genies. Yeah. Yeah. Shows up and says that he'll let you watch slash play the thing you're excited about right now. But in exchange, you'll only be allowed to experience either the first or second half. Okay. Um, If you pick neither, the, the genie kills you. Okay. So you can't pick neither. All right. Um, you okay. will also never be allowed to experience the full product when it actually comes out. Okay. Um, and if you attempt to watch or play the other half, or if someone else starts t- <laughs> starts talking about what happens in the other half, you immediately pass out. Oh, that's great. Um, you will still be allowed to experience the half you chose again, but you never, you will never know what happens in the other half. Which do you choose? So it's basically, would you choose the first half of something or the second half? It's always Always the second half. 
because then Second you get closure. To. Yeah, yeah. You there's some kind of closure. Out, you can figure out characters from the beginning. Yeah, I feel like you'd be able to kind of piece together like what yeah. is what is going on but like the i feel like the best stuff is usually in that second half um and while i was thinking about this though like what if you picked the second half of lost like, wouldn't that have sucked that yeah. what a bummer right because like that first half is definitely the high points yeah um <laughs> also you'd be so confused <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> um Okay. Yeah, I feel like when it, when it comes to most like stories, for the first part, I feel like almost the first half is also like set up. Like it's, it's usually a really good the like the very yeah. beginning can maybe maybe there's like an awesome fifteen at yeah. the very beginning, and then it's kind of a lot of setup so that you get a really cool back half. Uh, that's how I feel like a lot of, of the times it goes. Yeah. Okay, Suku Suku says, "What's the oldest video game you've beaten that isn't Pong?" Mario Bros. Yeah, that's probably Mario Bros, right? All right, Lineback in the chat does make a good point to my lost one. Imagine only watching the first half, but then everyone tells you that it sucks that second half. Could you imagine? Oh, you Could know you... what? <laughs> Wouldn't saying it sucks kind of make you like pass out though? I get, uh, under well, these rules every time. Uh, that'd be really good. <laughs> so if they if, if they if someone starts talking about what happens, so I guess they could get they could tell you it sucks. And that's not too much. I don't know. But just the idea of like seeing this really great like three seasons and being like, this show's incredible. And then hearing that like everyone hates the, the rest of it. Yeah. You'd be like, what? How did they okay, fuck anyway. it up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oldest video game you've beaten that isn't Pong. Yeah, it's probably Mario yeah, Bros. Probably Mario Brothers. I'm sure there's some like Atari game. Oh, E.T. for the Atari. Yeah, there you go. Here's oh, my answer. That. Mario. Still. Yeah, mine's probably like super mario land maybe okay it's probably yeah, yeah. that like was my first 80, mario yeah, so it's like 89 it. yeah is that 89 i thought that was 92 why am i thinking it's 92 92 would be six golden coins i'm pretty sure <clears throat> i think that's 91 actually that's a weird mario game six golden coins. Super mario land is 89 all right six golden coins is so good oh, six golden good coins is 92 Nice. Not enough people talk about Super Mario Land. Less people talk about Super Mario Land Two. And no, there's definitely more people that talk about Six Golden Coins. I I don't think I've ever heard someone talk to me about Six Golden Coins. I'm out there trying to talk to people about Six Golden are Coins, you? and they refuse to talk are to me. Are you this famous person who never likes going back to games they've beaten before? <laughs> I I played through it once, and I was done. Yeah, that's all you needed. Mario Land Three. I'm on that new shit. Mario Land time. Yep. Was that one Mario Land? Yeah. Mario Land 3 okay. is, is Mario Land. Oh, man. Land. They, uh, on SGDQ, somebody did a run of the Virtual Boy Wario Land. That game looks really good. Too bad it's unplayable by normal human means. Uh, yeah, we did it for game clearing last year. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It looks actually quite good. It's too bad. Did you play your, your, did you like play an emulator? Yeah, we emulated or, it. But I have the actual, okay. like, I have a Virtual Boy and the game, so. Right, I know. You, that's what I was gonna say. Is there a way to get Virtual Boy now out? Not without just completely onto? like fucking with like the the circuitry on that thing. Right. Okay. All right. Next one comes to us from uh, Dead in Sky. Uh, how does an indie game make it in this day and age? 
at this point pays for itself. But if we're being it technical, ha- then yeah. probably turns into like some sort of animated series like Cuphead. It has to be vi- like it has to be very different or very good. I think Hopefully I think that, like like how do you know you've made it with your game property? Like how do you know your property is popular? Oh. How, like yeah. Fall Guys, I would argue has made it because it's definitely got like <laughs> yeah, it, it's got yeah. everybody's attention. That's a few steps past made it yeah. for sure. Um, but like that's an example. Uh huh. I mean, if if make it is like it it is uh, profitable, then you just get an Epic Store deal, right? Yeah, yeah I guess much. by that logic, yeah. I feel like that's like the easiest one that happens every now and Finding then. Finding a good publisher get, for sure. Get Devolver to publish you. Um, I'm probably gonna be somewhat more interested if it's under the Devolver name at this point. Uh, yeah, because they put out banger after banger. True. I don't know, man. Isn't it, is it still like you got to get it on the front page of Steam? Dude, the front page of Steam is unreadable. Nobody looks at that shit anymore. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm the only. I'm like the only thing. person left that actually looks at what's new on the front page of Steam to see if there's anything hidden in there, and there's not. There's so many porn games. <laughs> there's so many. You saying no sure. porn games yep. gonna make it, Paul? Could be, this I could be really the one you never know. Any, this could be the one. I mean, I'm sure I could probably get codes for them. They're really easy to get. <laughs> how do you how do you know when a game has made it though? Like when it shows up in your Twitter feed like three times? Yeah, I'd argue once it's got like enough buzz online. When you see clips of like the top streamers playing it. Like I would argue like if you see the top yeah. streamer playing it or the top YouTuber playing it, you've probably made it. If you, you have like like a or even if it hasn't made it at that point, it. their fans will just go out and buy it because yeah. Ninja's playing this yeah, game. Yeah, like a Ninja yeah. or Markiplier or, or Doctor Disrespect. All or the Chuck E. Cheese yeah. Twitch account. Exactly. If Chuck e., if Mr. Charles Entertainment Cheese himself is playing it, you're set. <laughs> Charles Cheese. Charles. All right, Raster Man writes. <laughs> so I recently saw a post on Twitter of someone saying that oh, yeah. tryhards. Oh yeah, is this a thing? Yes, yeah, this is a thing. This, this is, is about thing. Fall Guys specifically, but yeah. Okay, should, should are you saying we should skip? No, it? read it. Read no. it. Go for it. Okay, all right. So, <clears throat> so I recently saw a post on Twitter of someone saying that tryhards, people who attempt intensely in both time and effort to be the best, have ruined gaming. Uh-huh. This sparked a discussion where one side claimed they scare new players from the competitive scene and having fun while the other defended their enthusiasm arguing that they actually play the game the way it's supposed to be played i'd like to know what's your take on this matter and specifically if it is ever in, uh, inflicted on you trying out a new game <clears throat> okay i mean yeah. by, by that logic backseat gaming is really what would be bugging me like picking up a new game and people be like oh, you gotta do it this way you gotta do it this way not letting me learn for myself yeah. streaming right. ruins gaming like it yeah, that's, it. that's why I don't yeah. want to touch any Souls games because of shit like that. Yep. I I don't um, subscribe to the thought that there is a correct way to play any game. Yeah, but uh, if you, you ask the internet that, Twitch they would thing. give you very different answers. <laughs> that's fine. I'm not asking the internet. The internet's asking me, in fact. Yeah, um, yeah true. <laughs> so, um, I'm not, you know, I think of like Animal Crossing. Are you time traveling? I'm not ever going to time travel on Animal Crossing. I don't, I don't want to do that. Uh-huh. If someone else is going to do it, I'm not going to sit here and get upset. I'm not. How, if they're having fun, they're having fun. 
Right. Um, I will say the time that this inflicts on me, I can't play uh, fighting games that have been out for more than a year. They're unplayable because yep. people have gotten so good at them that it's like I might as well just play something else. I'm never yep. going to beat them. I think I think the try hardness depends on the game. If you're angry that a game has gotten too competitive and you can't play it, uh, find a group to play with that's not as competitive. Like, yeah, I was yeah, going to ask, sure. isn't there kind of two categories here? Like, from Paul's thing, I would say that's a that's an issue with matchmaking, and the the devs yep. should have better matchmaking tools so that you can still win some games. Like, I, I think theoretically, everyone should win. Isn't it wouldn't like the K the kill death ratio one to one be the ideal outcome for everything? Mm. If you are winning as many times as you are losing, I, I don't mean, know, I feel like that could be too stale in a way. In practice, I, it never will be, unfortunately, and I don't know why. But matchmaking is always off a little bit. Um, but shouldn't that be the goal? Because no one wants to be losing consistently. And also, no one should be winning over and over again because they should be matched up with better players, right? Theoretically, yeah, I, yeah. So uh, that's why I'm thinking, like with the, with your fighting game example, uh, the the matchmaking should is at fault there. You should be playing against yeah. weaker players. Um, yeah, in that case, then, then, then yes, hand, I agree. It should be, yeah, yeah. But I was just saying, in the the, the other category because that's one ma- matchmaking. The other one is kind of the community making it toxic for new people and i think of stuff like mobas MOBAs yeah that are just notorious i also think to an extent and this is kind of like my only personal anecdote because i don't play a lot of uh competitive stuff um with my voice chat on and whatnot but like uh rainbow six siege i remember team killing was a thing just because i picked cap can (laughs) so rainbow six siege yeah they're a bunch of fuckers that community right, so that's what I'm saying. There's, there's, a, there's a matchmaking thing, and then I think the community can also kind of do it to themselves. Oh, another uh, thing they added in the new update for Siege is context pings. So when you ping something, it'll show a little picture of what it is. So you don't actually need to talk at all, basically, anymore in random lobbies. Nice. Yeah. Apex doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, okay, this tweet specifically was people were mad because them or their kids or whatever can never win at fall guys because people are taking it too seriously and they have strats or whatever. And yeah, that's pretty much what the tweet like was spawned out of is people mad that they can't win at fall guys, which I which personally just sounds just don't like understand. sour grapes at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand who gives a shit. Fall guys is supposed to just be a fun time. It's not like anything special, but I mean, people are getting pretty butthurt about it so people want them crowns people want them crowns yeah yeah it's it's weird with a game specifically like fall guys because one i would say like should there be better matchmaking so you're kind of ranked against weaker people or whatever should there be so like a ranked know, mode at all maybe like a competitive but then the other question i'm wondering is like the physics in fall guys is so screwy and dumb you i don't think you should even invest that much like thought into like getting good almost you know what i mean like yeah i've actually the, the, come around on team games in fall guys because i like team games because they keep the tryhards at bay like people can try hard as much as they want you could still lose in soccer if your team sucks like i really like that aspect of it of people that want so bad to win and are trying so hard can just lose at team tail dig is really great to me <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> because i don't care that much 
Like, I care in the moment, but, like, it's over. Then I'll requeue. It's not a big deal. So I like the fact that some people, like, like, get their, like, 20th win broken because of some dumb team game. That makes me happy. It's like, this game's also based on, like, a... On, like, a game shows. It's like... Is anyone going to be like, oh, I'm upset because my kid didn't do well on that game show against this person who trained? Like, yes. What? What? They, they <laughs> what are absolutely you talking about? Would. Yeah, that is a thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, I get both sides of it. Uh, I just don't really care about the side that gets mad at tryhards. <laughs> really. So. I think of all games, it's weird that it's Fall Guys. And I think it's just because That's it looks farthest, so kiddie yeah. and cartoony that, that yeah. they're like, oh, this is for kids. Why the hell are you trying so hard for a kid on a kid's game? I mean, it's also really popular, so it's probably just hitting a bigger audience than yeah, like your typical game. And would. it's also free right now on PlayStation, so a lot of kids are yeah. probably grabbing it because it's free. Were people talking about this with Fortnite? Because Fortnite is definitely one of these where it should have just been a kiddie game, but like it with the building and stuff there was definitely a tryhard scene and like streamer scene that bu- got built from that game but like i don't remember this really being i feel that like fortnite kind of built it up organically and didn't have this issue as a result maybe well yeah. fall guys was a like a hot new release yeah yeah i might also think because like like I, I totally get the aesthetic thing that point that john made fortnite since it was kind of aping um PUBG, it, I don't think it ever kind of was seen as such a kitty thing mm. until it got really popular with kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I feel like for the first little bit there, it was, oh, like the narrative was, uh, oh, Fortnite is stealing PUBG right from underneath them. Like I remember us talking about they did work on PUBG and now they're making their own one. Um, so it just kind of seemed like the next PUBG, basically, which was you know, you're as adult a shooter as you're going to get kind of, you know what I mean? Sure. All right. I'm 3D Homer says you have a video game developer friend come to you with a dilemma. They've been given a great opportunity to pitch a game to Nintendo using Nintendo IP. However, Nintendo is only interested in pitches that are somehow focused on games that are about living in a COVID-19 world. They need help to brainstorm ideas. What you got? Nintendo IPs for a COVID-19 world <laughs> living in a COVID-19. Yeah. I mean, the easy one, Animal Crossing, like, you can't be near people, right? Or you can't leave your house or something. That's what I was going to say. Is not, like, originally I thought Death Stranding, but it's not going to be a Nintendo game. Um, oh, Death Stranding, Me- yeah. Metroid. You can do Metroid going to a planet uh-huh, okay. that's, like, under quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think some... Some kind like I, I'm I'm picturing some kind of like arcadey style game where the act of going near another object hurts you, so you need to keep a distance at all times, kind of thing. What about arms? But some- instead of fighting, you're delivering like packages to each other or something because you just have to be <laughs> far from each other, right? Arms, you know, long arms. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Extend the arms, but but then your hands are getting near them, and that's arguably the worst. Oh yeah, thing. you need gloves after, after my mouth. That's why you're wearing gloves. Get near or you're throwing you things gloves. at them. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe wearing gloves. Sure. 
What about a Kirby game, but you can't suck anything in because you have a oh. mask all the time? So it's just a, it's just a spin-off <laughs> Kirby game at that point. Or it's it's the that first one, that Game Boy one. Yeah, where you don't pretty, get to turn into any of the abilities. Yeah, pretty much. Did you see the um that video that was going around on Twitter of the the guy who made a face mask gun? No. What? Oh god. Uh, some some dude, I don't know, he's he looks like he's like 21 or whatever um he he made this little device and then sh- and that shoots a face mask onto somebody um so now i'm thinking of just like almost like a, a house of the dead style <laughs> game light gun game but you're shooting masks onto all these people who are like coughing and walking towards you <laughs> that's pretty good Dr. Mario dealing with overflowing hospital capacity. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, that would also work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, yep. why don't you take this one from Rinku? Rinku writes in and says, what's a line that was supposed to be dramatic, but you can't help but crack up every time you hear it? Oh, good. My my example was the one they're right in here. The example, Kingdom Hearts uh, 2's, they'll pay for this. That, to me, that cracks me up every time. That's that's the winner. That is the winner. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Because here I don't have Mouse, a just say like, "Don't pay for this." <laughs> I don't have a single line that's supposed to be dramatic. Like, oh well, there's always like, "I'll fill your dark." I wanted to fill your dark soul with light. Dark soul with light. Cry. That's pretty good. Yeah. What am I fighting for? Uh, Capcom seems to have a lot of these. <laughs> what am I fighting for? Is really good. Yeah. Yeah, nothing's coming to mind for me, unfortunately. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, this isn't exactly dramatic. I'm just trying to think of like voice lines <laughs> that make me laugh. Um, in Apex, there's a character named uh, Revenant, um, and he's just kind of your like edge lord, like hates everything and everyone character. <clears throat> and in Apex, there's like a thanking mechanic if if someone like point something out or like like pings an item and then you go and pick it up you can hit down on the d-pad to thank them and they've they've written a bunch of voice lines that will the character will say thank you to the other one and then pretty quickly in the game they added a you're welcome option so if someone thanks you you can say you're welcome <laughs> um and one of revenant's you're welcome lines is him just going Ugh. um and another one <laughs> so someone says thank you and another one that'll happen is Revenant will just go, we are not friends, <laughs> which I just absolutely love as a response every time it comes up. Uh, so those are those are two ones that I laugh every time. Okay. Uh, Hebrew Lantern writes, how do you cope with the loneliness? I don't. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Getting dark. Video games. The loneliness. Video games, video games, yeah. Chatting on Discord is pretty good. That's yep. a good one. Um, I mean, in, in a pre-COVID world, I would go out and hang out with friends. I feel like all of us also live with our partner, so we kind of technically we're, aren't lonely. We're real hard to answer this, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty hard to, like, yeah, be <laughs> on my own for the most part. Um, and and then when I'm not, when I do get like a night to myself, it's like, oh man, no one's going to walk in front of the TV. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, also, also having like a roommate, there's, there's, there's like always people here for the most part. 
Yeah. Discord. Is, I think Discord is the way to do it in a COVID world. That's probably yeah. like kind of what's uh, bringing this up is a, a lot of people are are more isolated than than usual. Yeah, um, yep. yeah. Discord's real good. There's always people online and whatnot. Um, I have like a pretty uh, like I'm playing co-op games all the time with a buddy, so I yep. I pretty regularly have someone who wants to play games in a in a, in a co-op manner, and and basically Apex has turned into the like. This is basically just a chat room that we're doing something with our hands at the same time game. Um, so that's kind of nice to have. Yep. All right. Lineback says, what's a song you like? One from a video game and one in general that you feel is underrated. Shit. Okay. This is a tough this one. Is hard. That's a tough one. <laughs> I'm trying to think like, First off, pretty much all the music I listen to is not on the top 40, so yeah. I think it's underrated. So all of your music's <laughs> so underrated? Yeah. All, all my music? Um, well, because I feel like most of the music I listen to is, like, something that showed up on the, like, Spotify Discover thing, and it has, like, 1,400 monthly listeners uh, because they're just, like, a no-name band that has put out three songs. Yeah. From a video game, though, I'm trying to even think of, like, what is like a, a super popular song? And all I can think of is mostly like old Final Fantasy music. Mm. Yeah. And then obviously like your Mario themes. Like what is the most here's here guys. Here's the question for you. What is the, the newest video game song that you would call popular? Popular. Okay. Uh, Undertale's. Yeah. Megalovania. Yeah. Megalovania. Uh, I can almost guarantee there's something from this year that's popular. I'm just blanking on it right now. Yep. Devil Trigger. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? That Devil Trigger's a good song. choice. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Megalovania is the one where I can definitely say, like, that one got big because, like, it got <clears throat> ported to other Huge. games. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Huge. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. I don't know any of the Undertale music by by uh, name. That, but then again, I'm not the biggest Undertale guy. Yeah. So, sure. I think um, the entire uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts soundtrack uh, is not talked about enough. That's fair. So that's sure. my answer. I'll, I'll always <laughs> As someone who's playing through that game again. I'll always go to bat for Bonnet Commander Rearmed. That soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack. Yeah. Again, another another old game. Yep. Uh, Origami King soundtrack is also pretty good. I think that's one of the game's strongest suits, honestly, is the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, I also finished that. Forgot we. Okay. About, yeah. Oh, nice. I'm still still going through that. Anything from you, Paul? Uh. Oh. Great. And I think, John, oh, you're next. For sorry, VGC for some reason, Kenny. I thought that was the end. Uh, from Kenny, uh, if you could put any character from any Capcom property, aside from a Marvel character from NBC or any other crossover stuff they've done, into Street Fighter V, which one would you choose? And this is a two-part question, um, but we'll do the first one here first. Uh, a Capcom character that is not in Street Fighter V that isn't from another company. Aside from a Marvel character from MVC or any other crossover. Strider. Give me oh, Strider and something else. Okay. Yeah. 
Was Strider not in Marvel vs. Capcom? Oh, yeah, he was in Marvel vs. Capcom, but he's not a Marvel character. He's a Capcom character. That's their point. That's oh, their point. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm just going to pick Phoenix Wright again. I mean, yeah, I want Mega Man funny. in everything. So. Yeah, but Mega Man would be a little busted uh, in uh, Street Fighter Five. I feel. Hell yeah. It would be real hard to balance <laughs> by comparison. Yeah, I was going to say, like, they can't fight with, like, a sword or anything, right? Oh. It's also... Aren't all Street Fighter f- characters? They're pretty like hand-to-hand combat. Most, they can also so, shoot some of them, fireballs. Some of them do use some like weapons and stuff like that. But pre- I feel like Dante is a good one. Then da- Dante is literally just weapons, plural. So that might be a bit too far. Is why I held off picking him. <laughs> just a sentient sword. But I guess he does have. I guess he does have like the gauntlets he could use. That would actually work. That oh would yeah, transfer pretty yeah, good yeah. to Dumbag- or to to uh, Street Fighter. Ooh. I feel like Dante would transfer to any fighting game pretty well since he has so many different fighting styles that one of them would overlap in some capacity. Hey, do you need nunchucks? He's got nunchucks. Do you need electric guitars? Sure. Literally, he's got that too. I also wouldn't mind seeing like Falcon from uh, Power Stone or any of the Power Stone characters coming back. Power Stone. Power Stone. I think that would be pretty good because, Yeah. yeah. That would work pretty well. I'm just going to say Ghost Trick because uh, I haven't said that name in a while. Mm. Nice. Okay. All right. Second half of the question. What existing game do you think would fit in if they made a Battle Royale mode? Personally, I think Sunset Overdrive would be good Battle Royale bait, although I haven't actually played it. Um, I mean, aesthetically, I, I can think, see that. I feel like that, that would be like... Uh, that. I feel like... um, uh, What was that game, Paul, and you and I were playing... Uh, which one? Uh, we had like crossplay. It's on Game Pass. What is that game? Damn it! It's not a battle royale. Rocket League. Oh, it's not a battle royale. Okay. Um. Oh my god! I know what game you're talking about. It's I'm like, just trying to remember the name yeah. of it now. I actually played <laughs> it's like it. The recently. most recent game we played. played I actually played together. it recently too because they added a new character a while back. Was it that dolphin one you were guys were talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, bleeding yeah, okay. edge. So that game, bleeding edge. I feel like bleeding edge is like the competitive version of what Sunset Overdrive would probably be, except without the like grinding and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my answer for this question: Splatoon. I would, if Nintendo had decent online, I would love to see like a, a thirty-player turf war. Just, That'd be neat. That makes sense. Yeah. Only thirty players. What kind of battle royale has only thirty? I still players? don't trust Nintendo's online, even when I say I would. Yeah. In a yeah, world where I could trust them, any shooter is kind of prime for this. Like you could easily do like a Gears of War battle royale mode. Like yeah, anything shooty base. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. Like weird ones, like when they added it into like Forza Horizon. Right. Uh, that was cool. Um, I wouldn't mind like an actual Mario battle royale. Um, there was they discon they uh took it off because Nintendo doesn't want people profiting off them. Oh right. yeah, that one. That was such a cool idea. Was it was it like fight based like your the Soviet game you're talking about or was it more get to the end like a Fall Guys is? You could mess with the other players in their game but you were otherwise a ghost. Yeah. So it was just a, it was just a race. So what you're talking about is basically like the Mario Maker multiplayer but for like 100 people. Yeah, but I want them to interact like it, like it was like you know, new Super Mario Bros. Wii. Like I basically want Fall Guys, where you have to race to the end, but I want it to be a long, 
long Mario stage. Right. I, I think that that just sounds super fun. Like if it was like to get to the end is going to take you a solid 15 minutes. So you actually have the chance of being able to like catch up. I think that'd be cool. <clears throat> yeah. All right. And last one comes in from TC Golden. What are some game series you would like to revive? Mine would be Perfect Dark and Jack and Daxter. To revive? Okay. Mm. Uh, and that makes me think they should make a new Sly Cooper. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be good. I got Ratchet and Clank is the only series that technically never went away out of all of those. Yep. What about like... They're like getting good again, which is the best part. What about like Beautiful Joe? Some- yeah. Yeah, a new one. or remake or whatever, like anything beautiful. I'm gonna say Prince of Persia. I'm gonna say a new Burnout. Yeah, uh-huh. a new proper Burnout. You know what could use a reboot? Tetris. That that could use some change. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. Uh, I would like Ninja Gaiden to come back since Devil May Cry okay. kind of came back. Okay. I I'd love them to keep making Professor Layton games and uh, like Ace Attorney games. They, those things seem to be on a weird holding thing for a bit. So I'd love more of those for sure. A new Power Stone because we brought it up earlier. Yeah, It'd be fucking dope. <laughs> Again, you got to just play that God of War uh, Ascension multiplayer. Uh, Apparently, it's Power Stone. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's going to do it for questions. If you want to send in a question, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Mortal Shell. Battletoads. I'm going to give it to Control. If you're a Patreon subscriber, tonight is the last night to submit a game for the poll. Um... And that poll will be going live tomorrow. So make sure you guys vote on what we are going to play and talk about uh, next month. Uh, We haven't talked about it yet, but I think next week might be our Panzer Paladin episode. Uh, Otherwise, that episode is coming soon. So get excited about that. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.